now you know you're doing it. Hey y'all, welcome to Take Our Pod. I'm Jenna. And I'm Danica. And it's clearly been like a couple weeks since we last recorded together because we both are just like so giggly and like kind of excited. When was the last time that happened about this show? Um, Honestly, like I know we have so much stuff to talk about so I kind of want to delve in like right away but do you have anything like exciting or new or interesting that happened that doesn't involve RBMs I well I was like I just took a really interesting poop that really made me like think about my life in a way uh, that was like a little concerning (laughs) oh in a bad way (laughs) no bad existential shit I'm like am I regular or do I have IBS do I need to go to the doctor I'm not sure we'll talk later it's fine. I definitely, oh, oh my god, once, like, a couple weeks ago, one of our listeners DM'd and said that we should make a bingo card for our podcast, and the, yeah. the obviously poop, talking about poop, would be one of the squares. The center card, because it happens every episode. <laughs> even I tried to avoid it today, and it still ended up happening. <laughs> and I like that even when you did the episode with Andrew, which thank you, Andrew, for uh, filling in, that you guys still talked about shitting. Yeah. That was impressive. Thank you. It's really easy to do when your entire personality is being bisexual and pooping. So um, there's not really anything else to know about me at this point. And I don't want to reveal any more to people. That's the only way I can be perceived. <laughs> Danica doesn't mind being perceived as long as it's just under those two yeah. categories. And it's just in a porcelain way and as a bisexual. So, um, well, good. Yeah, let's get, I mean... There is a lot to talk about, right? Yeah. But how do we even begin? I I will begin. Oh, I, I know love where this. to begin. <laughs> so I'm taking charge. Are you excited? Mm-hmm. I'm a bottom, so yes. I too. Well, I'm a. I, I am <laughs> lazy. Mm-hmm, I don't know mm-hmm, that I'm a bottom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we had this conversation before, and like ultimately, you kind of are. You have a top to you, mm-hmm. but it's just that you're lazy. Yeah, like, you are a top. Yeah, I I feel like I'm. A bossy bottom. There it is. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, listen. listen. We start off this show. So, there's, like, four big points of drama, like, okay. overall, mm-hmm. that I want to frame, because I think it makes it easier to talk about it. So, we come in with Kendall and Joe. Oh, yes. Then we have Mari, Kenny, Tia, Demi. Yep. Then we have Natasha, Brendan, Piper. Mm-hmm. And then we have Chris, Alana, and Jasenia. Perfect. So I think if we, like, frame things that way and don't spend more than seven hours <laughs> on one topic, which seems impossible, we might be able to get through this maybe tonight. We'll see, though. So, and I mean, like, th- these episodes were so interesting because I kept thinking, like, oh, so this is going to be the drama this week. And then it just got worse and worse and yeah. worse. Yeah, when you laid it out like that, I'm like, oh, yeah, that was really, like, meaty yeah. in a way. And there was and no rose ceremonies. There was, like, nothing, you know, it just was this. This was what was happening this week. <laughs> so, so wild. Um, So just starting with... Kendall and Joe, which somehow ended up being the least dramatic thing. <laughs> Insane. Um, so Kendall sort of arrives. She wants to talk to Joe first thing. I don't want to get, like, too nitty-gritty into it, but Kendall, like, wanted to get some closure from Joe. I guess. And the whole thing just seemed... Like, they're just, like, sort of talking at and around each other, basically. And I'm like, oh, so you guys didn't work out 
why like this is the reason you guys didn't work out you know like I'm not even trying to be mean it's just like literally you're talking in circles around each other and you're having probably the same argument that you had when you broke up in the first place she was like well we didn't fight I want to have closure and it's like all of these things and I'm like couldn't you get closure on you know drunk at home on Facebook like the rest of us do like (laughs) like I, I was kind of confused by the whole thing um and they just sort of have this argument, not necessarily an argument. They're just talking at each other about why the L.A. Chicago thing yeah. didn't work out. And we get, we get like, a little bit more details that we never really got as, like, spectators just seeing it unfold, like, in real life, which was only about, like, six, eight months ago. Time is meaningless. And, mm-hmm. um... Because it felt like five years ago. And uh, we just get, we get like a little bit more snippets. We knew it was because she didn't want to move to Chicago and leave her family. And he didn't want to, he, to his credit, tried living in LA, Mm -hmm. um, but wanted to be back where he was from. And I guess like the new nuggets I'm saying is that like there was a deeper understanding of how like she told him from the start. I will never move. Mm-hmm. So she kind of threw at him, like, you knew what you were signing up for. I don't move for men. And then then he says something that made me – so I felt for her then. And then he said something. And I was like, well, I feel for him. Yeah. He's like, well, I'm not just some man. Like, yeah. if I was, you know, your love, you could potentially move. You could have tried. You could have tried because you don't know what would have happened. Right. And I mean, like, even when Kendall, like, after that was like, well, we never had, like, a fight or anything. I'm just like, there are so many reasons to, like, break up or not break up with somebody regardless of whether you're fighting. Like, you don't have to have this, like, big moment. And, like, it's just, like, logistics are a perfectly good reason to break up. And so, like, certainly. I mean, like, it was hard for me to tell whether she was having this conversation because she was still interested in pursuing something or because she did want closure. But it seemed very clear that Joe was just like, I don't care to have this conversation here in this moment. And we've had this entire time apart where, like, we could have had this conversation at any point and it's happening for for why? For fuck why? You know, like, um, so, I mean, like, it. I think Kendall is just, like, um a bit of like a romantic like like she seems to have like this like idealized version of what a relationship looks like and also what a breakup should look like so Mm -hmm. I think that she went into this interaction maybe like expecting to have that it was just going to be clean and that they would cry and then they'd be totally fine being around each other for the rest of the time, which apparently is what happened because I saw nothing else of them <laughs> the entire rest of the time. But, like, I think that she had this, like, really idealistic vision of what this yeah. conversation was going to yeah. be. And I think he handled himself really well. I think they both did. But I, it yeah. was just interesting. Yeah, totally. I think I've, I've said this before, like, when I talk to people about when I – when. I get into my deep conversations about how I don't believe in love. Um, yeah. <laughs> you know how Never I Never heard those. Yeah. Um, but some of the things that come up, up for me sometimes is, like, I really hate, like, the Disney-fied, the romantic rom-com of, that we've are all been taught. Because one of the toxic things that is taught to us through all these things, one of many toxic things, is that relationships only end in massive blow-up fights. And I think that's, like, a really unhealthy way to, like, think that you have to end everything. You can shake hands and be like, this isn't working. Mm -hmm. We had good times. 
We learn from each other. Let's either be friends or not friends. Like, we don't mm-hmm. even have to be friends. But, like, I don't need to, like, cheat on you or have some big blow up. But that's how it is in every rom-com. The couple that's together, there's a blow up so that the one person can go and get in a relationship with the other person they're supposed to be in. You know, or, they're meant to or be they with. start off hating each other and then they grow to love each other or whatever. It's just, it's really silly. And I mean, like, oh, that's toxic too, right? No, it's perfect. <laughs> okay, thank you. <laughs> Andrew. Um, yeah. No, we didn't fight. We didn't hate each other. <laughs> Not we. Um, but yeah, I mean, so Joe afterwards goes and talks to Serena. Joe is the. Mm. It's I, never mind. I can't even say that after this episode. I was going to say Joe is the worst communicator, but that's simply not true based on what we saw. These episodes, there are men who are clearly, who clearly also need to do some communication work. But mm-hmm. I think Joe, what he was trying to say was to Serena after after he and Kendall had talked. I think he was trying to say to Serena, I really like you. I want to continue pursuing this. I will not be pursuing Kendall. But if this is weird for you, I understand. And yeah. But the way that he said it was almost backwards, where he was like, <laughs> I understand if this is weird for you, but... And then just, like, said the good news last. I'm like, sir, stop bearing the lead. Like, tell her you like her first. Like, you can't it was deliver, like, the shit news first. Literally, but she was just like, uh, what? I... <laughs> And okay. so were we. We <laughs> yeah, were just literally. like, really, what are you saying? I, oh, I'm God. confused after all of your conversations. Um, but yeah, he's he was like reassuring her. I think that she understood where he was. And hard to say. We'll see, I mm-hmm. guess, in the next few weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, you know who I forgot about, actually? Uh, who are also bad at communicating are um, <laughs> Noah and Abigail. Yep. So apparently they got over their communication issues this week, which I'm still... I think that Abigail's putting a, a, like a lot of it on herself. And I'm yeah. just like... I, but I think that we should expect more of him, too, because he's being, like, a little condescending now. He is. It's a combination of issues. Like, she's putting a lot of it on her. I agree. The one thing I kind of thought of last week, and I think I said it with Justin, which thank you, Justin, for filling in. Thank you, Justin. um, Was that she did start their relationship saying that she likes to move slow. Mm -hmm. And so I was kind of like, one would argue he was respecting that, you know, a little bit. Mm -hmm. But also, I feel like she might also just be kind of bad at, like, reading when guys are not really that into her or. Yeah. And again, not on her for for that. I mean, it's just like. It just feels like, I don't know, I don't see a connection. I don't either. And I, so. I think it's weird because, like, at the end of their interaction, he was, like, ready to be, like, the number one couple on the beach again. And I was like, wait, who said that? Who said that about you all? Hmm. Weirdos. It's weird. It's almost as if, like, you might gain a lot of clout from being, like, a really popular couple huh. from the show. I wonder okay. if we'll learn more about that later. Interesting. Okay. Huh. Um, yeah. Let's try to check in later. Uh, think about that. <laughs> so let's get to my favorite octagon relationship. I don't know. I'm not good at whatever it has many points. <laughs> uh, it's a square, but <laughs> it we're... feels like okay. I got some insider information. I'm not gonna. Okay. Really, I'm not gonna reveal my source. But that wait. Can I'll... you tell me and we just beep it yeah. so that people know it's real? No. Yes. Yes? Okay. Okay. 
I got it. <laughs> so my source said that Alana also talked to Kenny at the party. And we didn't see it. That lady who comes in later with the Chris thing. At the Owen. Uh, at the party. At the VIP the, party. Oh. Oh. Why? What? Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't think, like, heavily pursued, but, like, did talk to him as somebody that she was interested in. <laughs> I am so confused. What, like, does he just, like, I wonder, like, if he wears, like, a cologne or something. Like, is there something that I'm just, like, not getting because... Like, is it one of those, you know, how there was that old trope, like, a million years ago, like, the camera ads, like, you know, some, you know, like, if, you, way, if yeah. you're if you in, like, HD, uh, oh, there was God. a joke on 30 Rock where, um, like, they put uh, Liz Lemon on camera and she looked like a witch and she looked like a totally normal person when she was on, like, standard dev. I just, like, I want, I'm not seeing what people see in Kenny. Oh. And maybe it is the dick. Like, I don't know. Because, I, by the way, I looked at it again last night. Okay. Because um, my roommates hadn't seen it. And so I had that joy. Of and, course. And, um, man, it's there. It's, the dick is there. It, it, and you described it as a joy. I haven't yeah. looked at it. I haven't looked at it since probably December of last year. So. Yeah. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Uh, yeah, thank you. Um. I don't know that I'll be looking at it again, but I'm going to take your word for it. Yeah. I, I have the probst. Yeah. You know. The probst. I mean, so, listeners, DM us and let us know which one is um, giving you more for you. Uh, so, <laughs> no, the dick is there and and his butt is there and his feet. Mm. You see a lot of feet. Nope. I don't want, I don't care okay. to hear about that. Yeah. Um, so, That's a boundary for me. <laughs> um. It's in socks, if that helps. There. The sock, they're, so, they're, they're besocked. Um, oh, you know, that's famously my favorite thing of exactly, this season. Men like... in socks. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, so yeah, uh, Kenny is wanted by... Um, Basically Demi, everyone. Mari, Mari, and I guess Mama Mia. Although, mm. I'll give Mama Mia credit. She was very unbothered this episode. Yeah. Uh, we didn't even get any input from her, whether she was sad that she lost that race. Um. <laughs> well, which, do we even know that? I mean, I guess we know she's lost it, but... Yeah. <laughs> it, it's still undetermined, I guess, because these episodes never end. That's <laughs> true. Um, so he's like... Well, he's just... he's he. He's existing. He's just walking around with his mouth open. Mm-hmm. And Mari approaches him and says, like, I want to make this work. The time that I went through the last week was so clarifying for me. I got to, like, see that you're really the one. Um, which is really just, like, her reflecting on her bad behavior, right? Yeah. yeah. Which I'm happy for, I yeah. guess. <laughs> right. But, uh, I mean... It's, I don't know. I guess I couldn't stop thinking about the cake thing. And I was just like, so, but you still want him, though? Are we yeah. sure? <laughs> yeah, but. Um, he kind of comes back at her and go, and says, like, you know, I have a rose. So I'm kind of, like, anxious about your intentions. When you have the rose, you want to go on other dates or have your options open. When I have the rose, you want me back. I actually thought she handled this pretty okay. You know, she's just like, oh, I hear you. I hear you and I understand that that is nerve-wracking, uh, but it's not the case. I do want you. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure why. And then 
And I know, oh, he, so she's like, I would leave with you today. And then he says, with the least amount of interest I've ever heard a man say anything, he says, I would too. <laughs> it was, like, it was the, it was such an uncomfortable, yeah, same. <laughs> like, it was so, just wild. I really do, when you said that he was just sitting there with his mouth open and women were coming to him, like, he really does, like, he just opens his mouth a little bit. Yeah, it's just a little... It's like that vapid kind of stare, and then the women start orbiting for some reason. I don't know what it is. Because, like, later on when, like, uh, the Piper stuff's happening, and Mari has a fucking in-the-moment, she's like, you know, well, like, when me and Kenny have problems, we at least talk to each other or whatever. And a showish scene of them at the bar, and he's just standing behind her, his mouth is open, and he's just, like, just... Like, staring into the distance. Like, has no idea what's happening. And then Mamma Mia is in front of her grabbing, like, six drinks from the bar to, like, go to her friends on, like, the day bed. And Mm -hmm. I was like, I don't know what's happening anymore. (laughs) I don't know either. He, like, really has that kind of face that I do when you get out of the shower and you sit in your towel on the bed for an hour and look at just the same spot on the wall. Like, that man, wow, I actually think I connect with him more than anyone else. That man has depression. (laughs) (laughs) so i mean like yeah so So this episode somehow kenny somehow comes back from his date with tia this episode yeah mamma mia excuse me Uh, that was a sneeze actually (laughs) because in type um so yeah kenny comes back from the date with her mari has her time with him and then demi is just Like, having, I don't want to, like, belittle it by calling it a meltdown, but I don't really know what else to call it. It seems very tantrumish to me, like, but in a more calm way where, and you and I talked about this, like, quite a bit, and I think we landed on in, like, a nuanced place mm-hmm. around how Demi was feeling, but it is very much, like, a... I can't believe he didn't pick me. Like, why isn't he coming to talk to me? Mm -hmm. Like, I'm hot. I'm, like, cool, hot, beautiful. Like, all of these things. And, like, you and I were talking about, like, there have been times where we've acted like that, too. Oh, yeah. Like, and it's when we're acting out of a place of, like, real, like, deep-seated insecurity where we're just, like, but I'm, like, amazing. Like, why won't he come talk to me? And it was, like, kind of, like, heartbreaking to view it from that lens because, like, that girl, like, I know that, like, we find her to be, generally speaking, insufferable this season, and maybe in general, but, like, it's also, like, really hard to see somebody who seems like they are really just insecure about a man who's not worth, in like, being insecure about, you know yeah, what I mean? she's putting a lot of her self-worth on that. Like, at one point, I t- she says... I'm a good time. Mm-hmm. And that was yeah. sad for a lot of reasons, but also I was just like, she, so it, it, she's like diminishing her value because he's not interested. It's really, yeah, yeah, it is sad. And like, when she tries to get him to go to the boom boom room one, another time and he says that he's tired, which is relatable, um, mm-hmm. I, uh, we all had a good whoo moment, yeah. but also like it was like so sad. You were like, "Fuck!" Like I've done that. Yeah, like Jenna and I, especially <laughs> in that moment, we're like, "Well, shit!" Like, I mean, like I think I've grown past it to like a certain point. I mean, like 
I'm engaged now, so I'm not, like, actively dating or anything. Mm -hmm. And I realize, like, a lot of how I feel, like, secure in, like, my sexuality and, like, my, you know, relationships, my self-worth, my do people want me thing. That's, Mm -hmm. like, a problem that's mostly been solved. (laughs) But mostly. Um, Just kidding, Andrew. Um, But, like, to, like, have that moment where you're just, like, okay, well, the last thing I have is like, my sexuality, and then to be, like, rejected on those terms also, like, feels really, really familiar, and, like, it's hard to not feel bad for her in that moment, and, like, you can tell that it, like, affects her in that way, too, Mm -hmm. um, and, like, that's a thing we've kind of seen from her in the past as well, like, in previous seasons, so I just, like, really... There's no judgments here about her behavior whatsoever. It's just, like, something I've seen in myself before. ultimately, I land on empathy. Yeah. But not much sympathy because she has the means and the resources and the support to get some self-reflection before coming on to a show. Sure. And I hope she does. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Um, But, yeah. It's, it's it also, is. like, it's also, like, a woman, like, in her early 30s and later 30s, like, talking about a person who's still very young, you know what I mean? <laughs> That's so true. Like, <laughs> That's a good point. Like, I guess this is, I think, she's going I think through it right now. <laughs> I hope it'll happen for her, yeah. like, in time. I think it's just probably really, I feel sympathetic that it's happening on TV, mm-hmm. and I feel sympathetic that people in their 30s are talking about it, just being like, oh, I remember when I was a, a wee lass. <laughs> I mean, fuck, I was doing some of this shit, like, when I was 33, so, Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. And then I got engaged instead of doing any of the work, so. You, oh my god, you missed last week, I had a really important breakthrough vis-a-vis Nick Vial. Um, We were talking, we were dunking on his um, tattoos, and I realized that I am him, and he is I because I self tattooed YOLO on my body. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh, that's really, yeah, okay, interesting. Yeah. I wanted to make sure you learned that because you're my you. therapist. Yes, I I will meet back with you next week to discuss <laughs> my thoughts and send you to someone else who can actually help. <laughs> I don't think I'm helping very much. No. Uh, so yeah, he he lets her down and she's sad, but then I think she's gonna be fine. She'll be mm-hmm. fine. She she'll should be, be fine. She'll be fine. So then we get on to, uh, you know. Oh, the, the meat of the episode. <laughs> the meat. Um, so I don't even really know how to start this. It feels like so much. So the late. Okay. Natasha and. Pi- sorry. Natasha and Brendan are doing whatever they're doing on the beach. Natasha knows about Piper. Mm-hmm. subjectively um and brendan has told her that he's down here just to to actually connect with people they only hung out for like two times he's he had more better conversations with natasha he's really into her or he's into seeing where it goes mm-hmm. we don't you know i think it was probably purposeful that we didn't see like a ton of their dialogue over the last couple weeks we did mm-hmm. see awkward times where like natasha was like i don't feel like there's a sexual connection and then there's a kiss that's should not have been aired because it was really too sweaty <laughs> for any of us right um, and we also get these like 
these flashbacks from like all of the women who basically left last yeah. week who yeah. were like, oh, did you hear about Piper and Brendan? Mm-hmm. So it's like Natasha like had an awareness of it yes. and I feel like asked him about it pretty mm-hmm. pointedly and he yeah, like like you said before, he was like, yeah, it was just a couple of times that we hung out. Like um and I so and I'm she, here just to like you know, go on on go on to get to know people, go on dates or whatever. But like like I said, we don't hear a lot in the sense that like later on when there's a dialogue about whether she could have gone on other dates or not. It's kind of an interesting thing because I'm like, ah, I don't know what to... Re-. Okay, anyway. Mm-hmm. So the episode opens with Piper walking in. <laughs> mm-hmm. As we all knew she would. And his face is funny. I yeah. mean, let's be honest, it is hilarious. <laughs> yeah, it was like a, a Looney Tunes, like, both like a... It was like a panicked awooga is what I think <laughs> I would call it. A scared boner. He had a scaredy boner. Yeah. <laughs> um and Piper wastes no time and just literally <laughs> like literally I don't even think she read it I don't even know like it could have said you're eliminated today and she would have still asked Brendan to go like um yet just immediately reads the card just asks Brendan Brendan says yes and then afterwards is like oh I should go talk to Natasha though um Brave of him to think of her at any point during this interaction, right? Yeah. Um, he sits down and they, she kind of says, please just give it to me straight. And he lies to her again. Um, and, and does like a, a manipulative thing, in my opinion, um, where he's like just convincing her, like, you know, we're just down here to, to, to find connections and, and explore, he, the possibilities. explore the possibilities. He says that so many times. And then he's like, you know, like, I would like totally let you do that, you know, and I know, I know that you would let me do that. And I thought that was really like, hmm. Yeah, that was crossing a line, especially given what actually happened. Mm-hmm. Like, it's really hard to view that generously, mm-hmm. um, given what we know happened. And, like, one thing, I mean, like, I don't know if this holds any weight for you, but one thing I was, like, reading um, was, I mean, like, I I would hope that he hadn't done this kind of thing to anybody, Mm -hmm. but, like, why he, like, did it to Natasha instead of Demi, who, like, actually went on a date with him was a really interesting choice, and, like, the language that he later uses about Natasha was quite a choice Mm -hmm. and i i'm well aware that he's apologized and like right but all of those things we can get to that a little bit later i'm I'm, like jumping ahead of myself i think what you mentioned is really important to talk about like the racial element to it um we're uh not as equipped to talk about that as two white women Mm -hmm. Uh, i think most of our listeners are already following all the accounts they should be but if you're not please follow the black charrettes um and please follow Ash Talks the Batch. She talks about it. Sophie at Unpaid Emotional Labor has been doing some deep work on that. Mm-hmm. Um, the Black Batch Babes, I believe, is a clubhouse. I can link them. I'm actually, you know, I'm going to link a lot of these accounts in our episode notes because they did a lot of work this week talking about colorism in regard to this um, general racism. 
um, Mm -hmm. the pitting of, like, two black women against each other. Um, You know, Natasha is a darker-skinned black woman, and whether his intentions were to do any of these things, the show is at fault for, like, showing a narrative that the darker-skinned black woman was less desirable. Mm -hmm. Um, And, like, they hammered that home. It wasn't even, like, a blip. It was, like, that was the point of it, was that she was he was straight you know he was just holding her there and yeah and, and like no, other no one choices. else yeah right. so it's really really harmful and so please you know listen and consume the work that those people are putting out oh crime and roses did an episode this week as well mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. somebody that was um um from the clubhouse group so yeah um so we'll get into that. Yeah, more, so I yeah, I'll leave I'll leave it to those people to yes. talk about it because um like as much as I I it should be a, a spot where we listen more than we talk for sure. But yeah, we'll, we're happy to link those um pages out. Um Yeah, so after he talks with Natasha, he goes on the date with Piper. Mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm. He puts on a turtleneck was which was a mistake. That was <laughs> I guess the fifth mistake he made of the day, but he still was one. Um, the yes, biggest we, mistake. <laughs> yes, yes, we know him as Tiny Head, thanks to the turtle head, turtle head, turtle head, yeah, literally. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was probably 120 degrees, and he was going to have to do more lying, um, mm-hmm. so he really should have worn a tank top to... Mm-hmm. Facilitate. He should have he should have followed in Kenny's footsteps and either worn nothing or a tank top all the time. And then I feel like maybe what Kenny is doing is he sweats out of his mouth like a dog does. <laughs> yeah, that's like he's right. just panting. Yeah, 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 that makes sense. Um, he's too gorgeous, no sweat glands. Um, <laughs> so <sighs> essentially, they didn't get their story straight. I, I read this article earlier that's like, if you're going to lie, you really have to know the lie beforehand. And um, Brandon had done his part of it without consulting Piper yeah. beforehand. Yeah. So their stories did not match up. Mm-hmm. And, and it shows. And it shows. And it was an interesting moment just as like a viewer who's been watching this for a long time and like really consuming kind of the game element of it. Thanks to Game of Roses, you really start to look at it in different ways. And he... He was, he started the conversation off like, oh, I'm just glad you're, I'm glad you, to get to know you and glad you're here. And she's like, I feel like you're not acting like how you were acting when we were together. And then you can see him just like losing it. And then he has to like go, well, you know, like in order to like maybe be with you whenever you might show up, I had to, you know, exist on here and I had to. You know, make it through a roast. Make it through. And like the way that he's able to say that without like blatantly being like, I use this woman, but yet he still says that. Yeah. Is wild to me. I've never seen something like that on TV. I mean, he, we were comparing it to Bachelor in Paradise from a couple of seasons ago with, God, I still don't know his name. I'm going to actually look that up right now. (laughs) Julia and. Ken? Uh, no. What is his name? Uh, he was really, really unattractive and mean. <laughs> uh, 
I feel like it was Joe. Julia and Joe, I feel like. Hmm. And then hmm. there was that woman who looked like Ursula from Little Mermaid as a human. Oh, I do know her in my head. Oh, but I don't Samantha know and Joe. Yeah, Julia, Samantha, and Joe, mm-hmm. where Joe was really... And this was, like, before people, like, talked really on Instagram or right. anything. Yeah, this is, like, the begin. This is the origins. <laughs> and so, like, Joe and Samantha had talked about wanting to get together. And Samantha came in, like, the middle of the season. Mm-hmm. So Joe had to make it through the entire season, basically. Um, and so he decided to partner up with Julia, who was, like, a single mom. And, like, bless Julia, she's just... She's very sweet um, and very naive, I would call her. Mm -hmm. Uh, That's my nice word. (laughs) And um, people were, like, really upset about it once they found out. And I think this, the entire two episodes this week were just that, like, Mm -hmm. times a thousand. And so, like, this is, like, the first time, well, not the first time, obviously, but it's, like, one of those times where we get a little bit of a peek behind the mirror mm-hmm. that we don't normally see because that's where the story is. Yeah. Because um, these people are just, like, like, they're just fucking lying. And, like, mm-hmm. they 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 know they're mic'd. Mm-hmm. And they're just, like, openly talking about this shit anyway. And I think it's really interesting that it's happening with Brendan and Piper because they're like fan favorites of the show, you it's know. It's so fascinating to me. I it's like, did they really think that they were above it in that sense mm-hmm. because of the fan favorite? And I mean, maybe a little bit. I I'm just like part of me is confused by the intention. I guess overall because it's like, do you, like when you get to a certain point. As far as, like, followers go and stuff, like, does it make that much of a difference? And I guess it does, but, like, what they ended up losing, (laughs) um, (laughs) like, they didn't even think this could be, like, a possibility for them, which is pretty wild. Yeah, it's odd. I I listened to Clickbait today, which was unfortunate for me, Um, but I did want to get some information, and the things I kind of got, the one tidbit I got was that Natasha's saying that... Piper wasn't even sure if she was going to go on because her work wouldn't let her go. Mm. So, you know, I can say that I think that Piper and Brendan weren't exclusive before. Oh, yeah. I don't you know. I, I wouldn't say they were exclusive either. I just, like, I don't know why he... Well, I think he, he didn't tell the truth because he knew that would be a deal breaker for somebody. Yeah. Like, yeah. Especially yeah. since Piper is coming down the beach at mm-hmm. this time. Yeah. But Which we all know the producers kept her. Right. For a while. Like, they mm-hmm. could have put her down sooner. Um, but they wanted this storyline to happen. And just, I mean, Brendan just really... <laughs> ah, it was wild to see him just kind of, like, say that this is what was happening. And then and Piper is like, thanks for playing the game. <laughs> oh my god uh, oh, so so wild it's so like interesting to watch um you know i mean like all these people have known each other for what like five days right <laughs> and i'm not saying it wouldn't have been hurtful if you know 
if Brendan had been honest and just been like, yeah, I've actually hung out with Piper a ton of times. I'm going to go on a date with her now. Mm-hmm. Like, I just wanted to be honest with you about that. There would also be feelings there. Mm-hmm. And, like, I, I'm i not making excuses for him or for Piper, but, like, people hurt each other. That's mm-hmm. the thing that happens. But if he were at least honest from the get-go mm-hmm. about the Piper thing, like, when Natasha had asked the first time, mm-hmm. this wouldn't be an issue you know it's the fact that he so grossly under exaggerated his experience with piper and then went out with her anyway and just made and then made all these crazy comments which we haven't gotten to yeah, yet that that was the part because like you and i were watching it and we were like okay this is bad this is bad yeah but like everyone will could get through this mm-hmm. you know they'll get a villain you know, reception. It's For this gonna, episode, yeah, at least. And, like, it'll be whatever. And then we saw some some evil shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the next Just day. Like, again, like, private conversations. Yeah. Like, oh. quote-unquote private conversations oh. where they're mic'd and he's talking to somebody. Mm-hmm. And they're all talking about you know, how fucked up all like the conversation around the beach is like is this fucked up i think it's fucked up right (laughs) and he's just like well natasha didn't have any prospects anyway so i wasn't keeping her from anybody and it's just like you absolute toad you tiny headed toad i cannot with you that is such a gross thing to say out loud especially when you're on like what are you doing he, and he said he was saying it when he was doing that side conversation. It was like with like a a joking tone, like a, like a. I mean, like she didn't have anybody, so like you know, whatevs. And I, was I wasn't like, keeping oh her from my anybody. God. No, 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 no. Oh, it was such an ugly look for him. Yeah, and then, and then him and Piper talking a bunch of like quote unquote off camera moments of just kind of. Oh, we'll get through this. I'm glad we worked. I'm glad it all worked out. Not going to worry about this. Do you think they'll not like us? Ah, who cares? It's worth it. And then Um, they're talking about their, like, future follower counts or something. And I'm just like, oh, my God, it must be so boring to be you guys, actually. Like, (laughs) what the fuck are you talking about? One point, somebody says, I think it was Piper, was like, thanks for doing the heavy lifting for me while I was gone. And then saying... Sorry, your last couple of weeks were were so bad. Were so like rough. Uh, he literally didn't do anything. I know, right? It's oh so violent. Um, um, but then like Natasha yes. wants to talk to Piper mm-hmm. after this whole conversation, and she's she just goes up to Piper and like has a you know woman to woman conversation. I just want to know like what your experience was with him before because this is what he told me and like their stories do not match (laughs) they apparently hung out like 10 times or something and i mean like again i don't think they were like see this is the whole problem with like people's like we weren't exclusive or anything i'm just like okay but you were dating though Mm -hmm. like kind of you know what i mean like and i mean like it's probably casual Mm -hmm. but like the way that people um manipulate these words to where they mean nothing anymore on this show specifically (laughs) like i don't know what any of these words mean to any of you like you got engaged does that mean you hung out three times i don't know 
proudly. <laughs> casually. Just casually. <laughs> Three engaged. casual hangs and that's an right. engagement. Yeah. I mean, truly. Uh, yeah, they said the word casual like it was, like it, they were on some kind of game show and they got points every time. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, God. Um, yeah, so then Natasha's like, I'm going to talk to Brendan about it. And she brings up all the inconsistencies and he just really... Leans the bed. (laughs) He he says some stuff about, you know, well, we weren't really romantic, so I don't really see the like problem. (laughs) Sorry, I I know that podcasts are an audio medium, but I just made this face at Jenna because I totally forgot that this was a conversation that was had. Like, (laughs) you're now you're revealing something new to me that I had tried to suppress, (laughs) and now I have to talk to it you my therapist about yes. it so keep keep telling me what happened and, he, and he's like well you know we weren't really romantic she's like no we were i'm not romantic with my friend ivan or whatever you know yeah. like I, i'm his friend what we had is not just a friendship and you know and he's like well no but i mean like it wasn't like intimate it's like but it but it was to an extent i guess they weren't like fucking like as you know, we're intimate as, like, Riley and Marissa. Yeah. But y'all were... He, I'm, you know, this like is the intention, it's the semantics. intention behind yes. what she felt towards him yes. was different than how he felt towards her, and he wasn't honest about it. Ooh. And, oh. And... Go ahead. Sorry. No, no, no. I, I mean, like, that was basically my point. Yeah. Um... He just, like, wasn't honest the entire time, Mm -hmm. and he's also trying to, like, tell her that the way that she felt before, which he knew how she felt before, Mm because she's been honest about how she feels about him Mm -hmm. this entire time, um, like, he knew that she felt differently, and he didn't say anything. Mm -hmm. Um, she says to him, like, something about, like, you know, I was just trying to make you feel comfortable, trying to make you feel feel comfortable and get to, get, you know, feel comfortable to open up, and I was confused by that. Listening to clickbait today, Natasha says that... He multiple times told her, I was, I'm a divorcee and I'm really anxious about moving fast because of my divorce, which is the thing he said to Tasha, And that's why he left. Oh. And so I when, forgot. Yeah. So Natasha was like, I was genuinely trying to like make him feel comfortable and, and be like an intimate, supportive partner on the beach to get us to a relationship. And then Piper comes in and is like, he's just like, you know like so like that's like another lie that we as the audience didn't really see (laughs) oh my god it's been so somehow we've seen like seven fucking seasons of the bachelor since he was on it so i like totally forgot that he was divorced and it like i mean like i understand that but what an ugly thing to like lie about when you could just tell the truth like um tisha is on clickbait and she got mad she was like I'm pissed. She's like, I'm a divorcee. Like, that's what me and Brandon bonded Connected over. About. Yeah. yeah. She's like, so I know that pain and that feeling and that insecurity. It's She's like, it's literally a trauma in my relationships. I was like, yes, Tasha. Or Tasha, like, thank you. Like, that is like, and then she's like, so for him to say that is just like truly bananas. To use it. To use it. Like, yeah, he might, yeah. He might feel it on some deeper level, but like... Oh, to use that as an excuse and then, I mean, like, he truly might have felt it. Like, I don't know. I don't know his head or his life or or whatever, but given the circumstances that happen, 
again, like, I think that he could still probably feel those things toward Piper, too. Mm-hmm. But he's already had 10 dates with Piper. So, like, <laughs> we don't know what that looked like before. And, like, also, again, like, if he just would have been honest, like, yeah, I was seeing Piper before the show. I don't know if she's going to be here. And I don't know if we're going to continue on. Like, that would be way more honest than what he said. And, like, she could make a decision. Natasha could make a decision at that point whether or not she wa- that was something she wanted to pursue. But he was being gross. Mm, like, that's what it comes down to, right? Man, just, y'all, it's way easier to give people options. So many times people will choose to still be with you. They'll, like, choose to be like, no, this is something I'm willing to, like, work on with you, you know, or whatever. Whenever it is in these, like, your intimate relationships. But when you don't tell them, you know. Well, and I mean, even if choice. not, like, that's okay, like, there are so many other options at that point. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, he really just yeah, burned himself, didn't mm-hmm. he? Um, so then she pretty much puts him, puts him in a corner, which is great, and, like, shuts him down and is um, amazing. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah. And nobody does anything. <laughs> yeah. Unlike... The unbeloveds later in the episode. Oh, my God. I Um, wish I could... Go ahead. I I wish I was more familiar with, like, Handmaid's Tale. I haven't seen it in a really long time, but just, like, whatever, you know, the the people that are, like, unuseful in society are called, that's what happens next, you know? Like... Uh, So, well, also, um, do you want to talk about the social media element of the Brendan Piper thing, or we'll talk about that afterwards. We can talk about about it now, because it makes sense. Um, So, yeah. Essentially, Brendan and Piper both put up very rude posts right before, as the show was airing. Mm. With captions like, all is fair in love and war on Piper's and his is here for the wrong reasons with a smirky face. Yeah. Cool. So, it got pretty bananas. Um... Bachelor Nation is toxic as hell. He lost almost, like, 80,000 followers. Natasha gained, like, almost 100. Piper's lost a good amount, but not a ton, which is fine by my books. Like, <laughs> Natasha, or Piper's, like, whatever, you know? Like, she was kind of messy in this, but I don't think she's to blame. Oh, no. I, like, I think that... I mean, we haven't talked about Brendan's apology yeah. yet, but, like, I think that he does a good job of just being, like, if you're going to blame someone, blame me. Blame like, me. these were choices I made. Yeah. But, like, I also read this tweet earlier, and it is a petty tweet, and I don't know that I believe this, but it did make me laugh, where Piper didn't lose any followers because she bought them all. <laughs> but, I like, I don't actually think that's true. It just made me laugh a yeah. little bit because legitimately all of Bachelor Nation is so crazy, I cannot associate anymore, like... <laughs> Everyone is wrong, including me. Like, <laughs> <laughs> literally. So it it's been a couple intense couple days. A couple people stood up for Natasha in Bachelor Nation, but not enough, in my opinion. Yeah, um, you know what I was like. I mean, I guess not that surprised by because the only time Clay ever tweets is when it benefits him the most. Literally. But like, Clay was like, I would date Natasha in like a second, and yeah. for a second, I was like. I like that. And then I was like, oh, actually, I don't know. Uh, um, yeah. And then late last night, Brendan removed his photo and released a notes app apology where he apologizes, said he didn't mean to hurt anybody, but that he did um, do some wrong things. 
Um, and that he, and then he makes sure to clarify that he posted the post before seeing the edit that he was given. Are you sure? Like, I mean, like, I know that's what he said, but yeah. are we sure? No, exactly. Slash, here's another thing. You, you knew you said a lot of that stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, you like, know. And you knew you, you did that. And you know you did that. And we also know that next week's going to get even more, like, kind of saucy. So, like, to, to even leave the beach and think that you could, like, kind of do that is, to me, it, it completely invalidates the apology. I think, like, he's just so used to being, like, a bachelor darling that yeah. he hasn't had to deal with, like, the... I'm sure there were plenty of things during his season that just did not mm-hmm. get aired whatsoever. Yeah. Not saying he was, like, a bad person or that right. he's constantly doing bad stuff or anything. I just think that he's not used to being scrutinized this much and didn't have, like, an idea of what the story was going to be and that this was going to be it. Because they usually don't pe- let us peek behind the curtain mm-hmm. that much. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and I'm so, like, let's take that aside for a second. Like, had they not ever showed us any of the side stuff, it would still be a bad look. I'm trying to think. About whether I agree with you. Yeah. I don't think I disagree with yeah. you. I'm just trying to imagine what it would be like if we didn't have a peek behind the curtain. Yeah. Because, like, Paradise is yeah, I guess, hard. Yeah, it, it would be, it would, it would just be a very sassy post, you know? It's like... Oh, the post, yes. Yeah. Post, probably still in bad taste. Right. I was just saying, like, the... Had we not had a peek behind the curtain, like, the, the breakup might have not been as in poor taste it would have just been like a a paradise thing you know like that's really hard to say ultimately but yeah yeah i mean i can't project that part but like yeah just like making posts like that like why Mm -hmm. why if you don't know what's gonna happen like why are you making posts like that then thank you (laughs) and then piper's is also a bad taste and then she made like a tiktok where she like was like did a little thing to lizzo's the rumors are true and stuff and it was really like oh she posted that after the show aired Anyway, she came out today with an apology, and she posted it through U.S. Weekly. So she actually put it in a magazine, which I thought was pretty classless. Um, <clears throat> sorry, I, that was rude. I didn't mean it that way. I just, I'm, I'm, I'm riled up. That's <laughs> okay. I mean, I haven't read it, so I don't have an opinion about it. But but she just, like, she says uh, she was sorry. She didn't mean to do some things. She feels really bad. She would never intentionally hurt people. She says she hopes she'll get to apologize to Natasha personally. She has yet to. Um, and then said, I, she tries to separate herself from Brandon. She's like, my actions are not his actions. Um, mm. And then, which is true. And then she says, I'm not going to blame editing, but there's a lot that wasn't shown. And so that was, like, and that's what she like ends it. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like so- that made it worse. Like, I, like, literally my friend Piper, I saw four hours of just you kind of being a little shithead this week. <laughs> if not you, your, your, your partner. What didn't they show? I saw everything. <laughs> I feel like I'm exhausted. <laughs> and again, like, I mean, like, I don't have, you know, any skin in the game or anything. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not, like... None of these people should be getting, like, the kind of threats they're getting. I feel like we have to, like, make that disclaimer every time because Bachelor Nation is so just, like, I mean, I don't even want to use, like, insane in a derogatory way, but, like, they're, some of these people just, like, do not think about, like, their words or their actions. Like, 
Brendan got a bunch of like, I'm going to call like CPS kinds of shit on his post with his niece. And I'm just like, oh my God, like really, like, I mean, there's been a lot of conversations about like parasocial like relationships and stuff and like people's relationships to people on TV Mm -hmm. and like things they do where they really think they know these people and that their behavior actually like affects, Mm -hmm. you know, the viewer. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. I think that's where a lot of Bachelor Nation is. And Mm -hmm. it's just like really gross to watch it we're like yeah i like i would hope that no one would behave that way to another person but like does that affect me at all no was it probably painful for natasha yes is that something that likely all of these people are gonna be able to get over at some point like probably yeah mm-hmm. like i think everyone in the situation is generally speaking gonna be fine and like while i think it's like okay to go to bat for some people like the way in which bachelor nation goes about doing it sometimes is just really like so extreme that it's not helpful or healing or like in in the cases of like natasha and or then cases of piper racist i mean people were being very vile in her um comments and i can't imagine what her dms are like Mm -hmm. so i want to reiterate we were we were talking about what piper did and all the glory but i really didn't care i was very much like good for you piper i mean honestly I, like, I just, it's one of those things where I think I'm finally starting to get back into it as, like, a viewer instead of, like, a a crazed person, you know? (laughs) So it's, like, I'm sure all of these people are, like, totally fine now. But, like, hello, men. Um, Let's all learn something from this, like, as a collective, shall we? Um, And also just, like, don't treat people like that and, like, tell the truth and, Mm -hmm. like, those are, like, little virtues we can pick up from The Bachelor. And those are about the only virtues we can pick up from The Bachelor. <laughs> Just tell the fucking truth. Thank you. Um, oh. And then, so, I mean, like, not to move on, but... Yeah, we have to. We have to, because now we have to talk about the people who did not see as much grace from everyone else on the show, which I thought was very interesting. Yeah, very interesting. So, Chris and Yesenia were dating, I guess, after she decided to go with him instead of Ivan. <laughs> and then mm-hmm. a woman named Alana. 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 Mm-hmm. Alana. Alana is one of them, and Alea is the other one who showed up to that cool teen party. <laughs> oh my god, so cool teens. I love teens. Teens mm-hmm. are cool. Um, yeah. I'm on TikTok. Uh, so, dab. <laughs> uh, yeah, dab, please. Uh, water bottle flip. Um, I like jewels. Sprite Pepsi. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What's your absence name? <laughs> Sprite Pepsi. All right, that was for two people, and two it was people. me and Jenna. Yeah, thank you. Maybe Andrew, if he Maybe. makes it through this episode. <laughs> so then... She comes in, she was part of the San Diego crew, a la Katie Thurston and that guy named John and somebody else and Yesenia and Chris were all and Brett. Yeah, and Brett and, you know, probably, I'm jealous. No, um, Everyone but us. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then, so, you know, what has come out con- con- concretely since then is that they did not have a pre-relationship. Chris talked to both of them. Mm-hmm. And then he he kind of was doing the thing that most people are doing a bit, coming down to see who's there, what connection. He had two women he really wanted to connect with, mm-hmm. who he had met prior. But what he did wrong was 
He told Jasenia that he was there for her. Yeah. A lot of and times, then, apparently. And then... Yeah. And then really wanted to make out with the Solana lady, and I don't I mean, know. Like, the part that sucked about the whole thing... The thing that I loved about this party mm-hmm. is very few things, but I love <laughs> that they split the party up between who they thought would be dramatic. So they they left, you know, Kenny, Tia, um, and Mari at yeah. home. They left Kendall and Joe at home. Um, I think they left Serena at home. So it was like, oh, these are the couples we were focused on at the beginning. Now we're going to put, you know, these other people together and see what See, who who is the most dramatic? And then that's what the episode will feature, I think, is what ended up happening. And it's just like, of course, Kendall and Joe are probably just going to go to sleep. Mm-hmm. That's fine. They seem like sleepers to me. I'm a sleeper. I appreciate that. Um, and so Chris, Alana, and Jasenia are, like, all at this party together. Or, like, they announce that there's four new women mm-hmm. coming, I should say. Mm-hmm. So they, ha- they, they split the group in half. Mm-hmm. And then Alana... Alea, Chelsea, Tongue, McKenna, Tongue, McKenna, and Chelsea. Chelsea come in. All come in. And um, Alana sort of grabs Chris pretty early on, from what we saw, at least. And then they go into this, like, dark corridor. And then the producers are like, Jasenia, go down this hallway. (laughs) (laughs) And she, like, walks in and... I'm just going to say it because she said it about herself, and I happen to agree that her butt looks amazing. Yes. Um, I have never seen a woman with such a beautiful butt cry so beautifully also. Um, Gorgeous. Bless her. And so, like, yeah, she walks in, and they're just, like, making out. But they also continue to just, like, make out in front of her, which I feel like is a really strange choice. Yeah. And... Nobody else at the party was really doing that. No. Like, at all. No. Even the, the, like, solidified couples weren't doing that. They were all just sort of hanging out. And then these two were... It was an empty cafeteria without (laughs) even a cool DJ. So, no, no one was bumping and grinding. No one was freaking. There was no freaking except for Chris and Alana, who were freaking everywhere. Yeah, I mean, like, it reminded me of, like, the... First time I was allowed to go to like a prom or something. I was definitely the makeout kid at prom. <laughs> um, but I did it in a back corner, like a respectable child. Thank you. You get finger blasted in the corner, like good oh, girl. Okay. Yeah. Behind the stage curtain. Thank you. <laughs> That's a good spot. Um, I was the girl that was giving my boyfriend head outside of the prom. Of course. Yeah, that was a good time. Um, That's not surprising to me. No. Uh, so then Jasenia leaves and is upset about it, understandably. Goes mm-hmm. back to the beach, tells everybody people are getting mad about it. Mm-hmm. Um, the next day, Chris is mopey. Because mm-hmm. he, I mean, do you think he was drunk? Like, he might have been like, I, I woke up and like, oh, no. Like, that was not exactly what I wanted to do, right? I just, I don't, I don't know what his intent might have been. It's just, it was just bad, you know, like, and I mean, like, obviously does him no favors for any argument that might be made later, like, oh, we didn't know each other before or anything like that. So, I mean, like, I, I'm giving him the benefit of the doubt because I, like, I know the story, but, like, it's really hard to, like, 
argue like, oh, I didn't come in here with any intentions to start seeing her or something. So when she, when like, she, dun dun dun, comes down the stairs and is like, Chris, let's go on this date. Doesn't talk to mm-hmm. a single soul. So that really, it's kind of... <laughs> uh, you know what is so great about this show is that women don't know how to lie and it's really funny. <laughs> <laughs> We know like how to women, do drama, but not lie. No, we we only know how to fight well, and I like that about us. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, so I, I guess I have no interest really in talking about their date. I don't know if that's only the part where they try to make out like couch, and it's very bad. Oh my god, I totally for yep. Again, I <laughs> blacked that out for therapy. They. So it was, like, kind of a similar situation, or I feel like there was at least a parallel that the producers were trying to draw between Piper and Brendan and Chris and Alana, where it was like, oh, well, you have to kiss me like a man. Like, you have to kiss me like this. And I'm like, what the fuck does that mean? Like, you have to kiss poorly and selfishly? Like, what are what are you talking about? Which and, is what he does, essentially, because she's, ugh. like, telling him to. And she's, like, leaning back away from it. it was, and then there was two dogs in the corner trying to eat the cheese plate. Mm-hmm. It was As they should. chaotic at best. And scary at worst. I just, like, I wonder if that's how it's always been, where people are like, well, make ourselves look good. Yeah. Like, and I, I did like, like that he said that. He was like, well, we are on camera. I can't, like... <laughs> like, there's like limits to what I can do right now and I was like yes sir. and yet <laughs> and yet I've seen it all um so yeah I mean like they come back they come back they like he gets fucking dragged immediately to a table by grocery store Joe right yeah Joe Riley and Jasenia Jasenia so that the council the council of margaritas i don't know yeah <laughs> it's like they're all have beach the beach tribunal wear. they're like all wearing beach cow oh, yeah exactly this is where this is where you should probably start talking because it's very survivor but <laughs> but what i did want to say before we get too far is is i want to make sure everybody knows i fucking hate grocery store joe and this was an example as to why i hate this man he was in his full ass cop behavior that was cop ass behavior yeah. he like slams his hand on the table and is like so what are your intent? Where would let me tell this? You know what? You're gonna go ahead and start over, sir. I don't like what you're saying. He was yeah. so, and it's fitting because he likes cops. I true, and I feel like he's also just like cosplaying the thing that he wanted to do to Kendall the last time she went on a date with somebody else, where he's like, "What the fuck are you doing?" <laughs> um, but also just like grocery store Joe, where the fuck do you get off as a night one a limb? <laughs> I, I don't I don't want to talk about him anymore in these like derogatory terms, but he keeps making me have to bring it up where like you got sent home night one, you are the most awkward man on earth, you were very bad at, at dancing with the stars, and you slept for the first day of paradise <laughs> and let Serena just sort of come to you. I don't know how you're in this position that you are in. <laughs> You much you must have like magic charisma that I'm not understanding, but this was just like such bizarre behavior. And I think like at first, I was like kind of into it because I was mad at Chris because I really do like Jasenia. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, like that feeling faded very quickly, and I was just like, wait, what the fuck is happening? And so like I understand people's like, I guess I understand why people are upset with Chris, but it seemed very. I guess where I landed with it 
when we were watching was like, okay, but why them only? Is it because it's easier? Like, is it because these people, like, I mean, really, if we're talking about followers being currency, like, it's probably easier to attack these people Mm -hmm. than it is to attack Brennan and Piper. Not that I think it was necessary to attack anybody Mm -hmm. anyway. Like, I think, like, things probably would have sorted themselves out in, like, rose ceremonies or whatever. I mean, like, I really don't think, like, if this ha- if all of this drama hadn't happened that, you know, Chris and Alana would have gotten any more screen time than no. anybody else. Like, no. they probably would have just been, like, a Noah-Abigail situation, Literally. you know? Yeah, people would have been, like, whatever. I think that we are... My little Jane on with it is at the very end of the episode, we get two ITMs from Demi and Natasha that are not shot during the season. I'm convinced. They were pickups done later on. And in both of those ITMs, they very specifically say, it's really strange that no one else is talking about Brendan and Piper. Yeah. And... Because it is. Yeah, because it is. But no one was talking about it, like, on the show, right? You know? Mm -hmm. So those are added in for flavor to show us that next week they're going to do that. And my thing is, I think this all happened in a, like, 24-hour, like... 48 hour thing like both of them like both of them so like i actually think that they probably they obviously do get into it with everyone else next week but i think Mm -hmm. that happened like at the same time and the show just needed to elongate it over episodes so while i agree people are very mad online right now they're like why didn't you fucking whatever i think it's like i've heard people be like just wait until next week yeah like y'all like it 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 is gonna happen yeah i mean like that's there's a reason they set the storyline up this way to where it was just like dramatic couple dramatic couple dramatic couple dramatic couple you know like i think i think you're right in that we're gonna see it next week too but it is also also to say it's also frustrating yeah it's frustrating but then another like weird thing is like they didn't get to see all the sides that brendan was saying massive shit right yeah like that's that's what i was thinking too um we saw that, but like, yeah, like, like that, I, I wonder. That. I wonder what it's like living there, and like how much shit you actually see. So, like the disrespect towards Jasenia was very apparent mm-hmm. because those people were there, mm-hmm. right? And so, like they saw like her feelings get hurt, mm-hmm. her you know her emotional um, reaction to that. Her she was like expressive about like how she felt about it. Riley saw it in person. Mm-hmm. I think Joe was at home, but yeah. I mean like. I I think like he somehow has a connection with all of them. He, Again, no, I don't he, get it. That he was really didn't his... need to be there. <laughs> right. Like I I'm know. sorry, like he really <laughs> did not need to be there. Being like, I'm Officer Grocery, and I'm here to arrest your ass, <laughs> <laughs> sir. And he was Officer Fred Meyer. Um, yeah, but I mean, like, I yeah, I totally agree. Like, I think Chesenia's was just maybe a little bit easier to spot. Yeah, yeah. Early. Yeah, to do it early. Um, yeah. So that happens. Well, they so they 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 aggressively come at Chris, and it is too much. It, yeah, it's a little bit much. He's trying to explain himself, and they're like, "No, no, 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 no." And then Alana, who's just like literally like five feet away, says, "Would you like some input My from opinion. me?" Yeah. And both of the men go, "No, no, no, thank you." I am not gonna lie, I laughed. <laughs> but like I would not 
like that if I were there in person. Do you know what I mean? Like, that was just a moment of me being like an icky person. I was like, haha, that's not a person, you know? Like, that was, that's my own thing. But um, yeah, I mean, like, I, I can imagine how difficult that must have been on both of their ends. And then them deciding, you know, like, mm-hmm. do I want to stay here and deal with this shit or not? And it was like, we haven't funny to me. That part was that part funny made to me. me laugh too. I know, but like, <laughs> it's fucked uh, up. But like, she yeah, was like, he's like, like, so we should go. We should like leave together. And she's like, Chris, I just got here. Yeah. <laughs> and like, <laughs> it was like, an even harder no than like <laughs> than Kenny saying no to Demi. Like, literally. Oh my gosh. She, so like she's like, I mean, he's like, well, I mean, I, I I gotta go. I mean, she's like, well, maybe you should make it work with just any. He's like, no, it's not gonna work with her. Um, I am gonna go. And she's like, well, so do you think I should just stay on the beach and not talk to anybody? I'm like, girl, do you know what you're doing? No, but here's the thing. Here's the thing, though. She actually should have. I think that they she could have actually had a conversation with Janice Desenia and then it would have been fine. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't think know. She could have I think she could have stayed people do this all the time. Yeah, right. So like we're we're just seeing like the fallout yeah. because this is a big part of the episode, but I mean like people do this shit all the mm-hmm. time and live together all the time. But like it's bizarre to me that she left actually. Like yeah. I could understand why Chris might leave because I don't think I've ever seen anyone react that way to someone on the cast before, unless it was, like, a Chad Johnson or mm-hmm. a Jordan Kimball who's, like, assaulting people, mm-hmm. you know? Like, mm-hmm. but, yeah, like, I think she could have stayed and, like, been fine. I mean, she probably would have went home because there are going to be so many women this right. week. But, yeah. I mean, like, she could have stayed another day or something. Right, yeah. She didn't have to go to that, like, you know, goop slime party or whatever. <laughs> the Nickelodeon slime party and then go home the next day. Um... Yeah. The other thing I was going to say, I think we forgot about a couple of people, and we don't have to talk about them for very long, mm-hmm. but we have a Becca, <laughs> uh, Thomas, Tammy situation. Which was good. Like, that was the kind yeah. of TV I wanted. Becca yes. gets a date card, finally. She comes to Tammy, Tammy and says, like, I want to actually, like, do this right. You know, I want to take Thomas out. What do you think? I don't want to step on your toes. And Tammy replies in kind, you know, go and do it. Have fun. Do it fully. Kiss him. Because, you know, like, if he comes back to me after this, then I'll know it's, like, really good. And if he doesn't, that's fine. I have no claim over him. And mm-hmm. I was like, what show are we watching? I know. Like, <laughs> espe- like, not to be rude, but especially with Tammy. Tammy is, like, the pettiest person online sometimes. Like, I actually, I really like Whoa. her. <laughs> but, like, she's, yeah, she can get pretty petty, like, very quickly. So, like, I was, like, surprised to see that kind of response from her. And I was like, oh, my God, yes, this is what I've wanted out of this show the entire time. Like, learn from this. And then one thing we were talking about um, was immediately afterwards, Tammy just breaks down. And yeah. I was like, oh, my God, I'm Tammy. <laughs> I am so Tammy. Like, I, like, I'm always that person that's just like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You do what's best for Mm -hmm. you. And, like, we can talk about it after. And, like, I know that whatever choice, you know, like, God has a hand in this and he, he'll make everything right. (laughs) And then, like, the second after people leave, I'm just like, oh, my God, fuck my actual life. This is the worst (laughs) thing that's ever happened to me. Um, And then, like. Aaron mm-hmm. also went out with Chelsea. Mm-hmm. And Aaron 
bothers me. Mm. Mm. For so many reasons. Okay, mm. what I will say about Aaron, Aaron is charming in a way that I don't trust. Thank you. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Like, he is, like, very charming and handsome, and his teeth are nice, but I don't mm-hmm. trust him for some reason. And I think it's just because, like, 90% of the conversations I've heard him have on either show are, I don't like that guy, so I'm going to screw him over. Literally. And then he later on says something rude about Tammy, like she's crying, and he's like, I'm glad she's crying. Yeah, he's, was- like, very vindictive. Because Tammy and he were together first, right? Yeah. right? So, yeah, she left mm-hmm. him for Thomas, and now Thomas is leaving her for Becca, and it's like, and he, hey, on your group chat? You can say that to your friends. You don't, don't get to say that. Yeah, you don't say that on TV. We've all said it. You don't say that. I think that's the thing about this show is just like <laughs> sometimes when I think about it, I'm like, oh, yeah, I've said all this shit before. <laughs> I've said every single thing every person has said on this show before. I say it privately like an adult. <laughs> <laughs> Not on Facebook. No. Not on TV. Not on TV. Oh, my god! Not on mic. No. <laughs> Not to my producer. Are you, like, are you guys stupid? <laughs> and when Brandon was, like, scratching his mic at the end to, like, get so that oh, when he realizes god. that he's, like, fucked himself over, I was like, you actual idiot. Tiny Head? Your name is Tiny Head because it's tiny and has zero thoughts. No brain. Yeah. No brain. Like, one cell. Mm-hmm. Too tiny of a head Too to small. exist. <laughs> small head. Um, yeah, that was interesting, but, uh, Chelsea and him are gorgeous together. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, yeah, we'll see. Um, it's a little late into the game, and I'm very concerned about so much of it, and next week is just gonna there's be... There's so many women! <laughs> there's too many! Because <laughs> there's, like, two extra that will come in, too, right? Like, I, get, I don't Alea even fucking know. No, I don't McKenna? even know. I don't... I don't Did they know. do like a vote at the yeah, party to uh, see who would come in? Like yeah. how like where are the other two women that came? Like there are so many women here. Yeah. Too many. Too many. Yeah. So, um I'm sure a lot of people will go home next week, I guess. I don't even know. And then the thing is that it keeps re- I keep reminding myself that as soon as it gets to like the quote unquote fantasy suites for or for paradise like everybody goes half home. of the people. Yeah. <laughs> everybody. So I'm just I'm looking forward to that day. <laughs> yeah. I I I only need to focus on like three people maximum <laughs> at this point. I could have done one of these couples <laughs> as an entire episode today. Um aren't you lucky we didn't. Um I guess overall closing thoughts men are trash. <laughs> And Bachelor Nation fandom is trash. Bachelor fandom nation is somehow worse than men. Yeah, surprisingly. And it's because most of it is women just, like, acting on behalf of patriarchy for, like, white supremacist capitalist patriarchy for no reason. Because it doesn't benefit them at all and it only serves to mostly take other women down a notch. And that sucks. Um... One thing I will say, we don't have to, like, read them or anything. Both Chris and Brandon and Piper put out statements of apology. Um, read them if that's something you're interested in doing. I thought, um, I again, I only read Chris and Brandon. I didn't know Piper had put one out uh, before we started recording. So I thought theirs was, like, thorough and, like, good. But... Other people have other opinions. I mean, um, I'm I'm just I'm more embarrassed for them. 
Yeah. Actually, I'm like, the apology actually would have been probably fine had they done it Monday night or Tuesday morning. You know. And. Hmm. Well, they have to run it through that social media team. And well, I mean. They're, they're off at five o'clock, baby. True, but I don't know who they ran through those posts through, you know. <laughs> <laughs> the team yeah you know? i'm just i'm just embarrassed for them to be honest um i think yeah. we'll see more for them he brendan said he has a more thorough apology and statement coming and i'm sure he's waiting till after next week so yeah i mean like again one thing i would say is like something we talked about last season was giving people time to actually mean yes. their apology and like true, so true, true. i would rather true, true, true. wait and like see if there mm-hmm. are actionable mm-hmm. things they've learned and are wanting to do instead of just you know, focusing their 24-hour emergency attention uh, so they can put out their Bonobos ad tomorrow, you know? <laughs> no, so, no, like, no. It's a very good point. It's a very good point. It's just, like... No, I get I get what you're messy. saying, too, though. And yeah. I just... And I, and I want to... I, I want to say we are here for Natasha in so many ways, too. I joked on having to listen to clickbait and how it was very um, painful. <laughs> but uh, you got a real... You really got to know Natasha through it mm-hmm. and it, it made me really like endeared to her more than I already was mm-hmm. um and I do recommend listening to it for just to hear what she has to say and I'm sorry that you have to listen to Joe uh ask or wonder why Colton is dating older men when he really liked young women what the fuck? Okay, I'm sorry. Uh, the, the podcast is now two hours long. What the fuck? He literally, Tisha was like, well, congratulations are in order. We saw some paparazzi photos of Colton with a older man in Hawaii kissing. Uh, I don't know why she said older. She just like, it was very funny. She just like kind of like dishes all these like random details. And, and Joe's like, oh, older man? That's strange. I would have just, I'm... I'm confused because I kind of thought he liked younger people, you know? And then Tasha was like, why? Why would you? And he was like, well, because he had all these young women on his season that he liked. And I was like, I I can't. <laughs> I can't. I Do you see the photos of Colton? So, yeah, I'm, I just looked them up yeah. right now. Like, the dude is not even that old. old. <laughs> like, he's probably like late 30s early 40s or something like oh my god we're okay joe do you want to talk about how you were dating a 23 year old you sick shit like no i mean just like what a weird thing to say No, because like here's the thing colton was closeted his and also he didn't have a choice over who was booked on his season you know like to say that you assumed and then also i mean just like to assume what people like based off of oh it's very confusing but he made so many leaps but then just like the dumbest leap to be like oh this gay man when he was forcing himself to pretend to like women liked younger women that he didn't even choose Mm -hmm. so what's wrong with him that he likes older men i'm like just say you literally have never talked to a gay man and like leave this podcast he clearly hasn't he clearly hasn't (laughs) That's such a, that's, again, such a startling, weird leap to make. And, like, and I, why is Joe making me defend a Colton type? Like, no, I no know. but it's, it's just, like, 
Joe needs to get out of his, like, bubble, but I don't know that I want anyone to have to teach him, if that makes sense. <laughs> and, and apparently it's going to be a fucking 23-year-old woman who's doing all yeah. this emotional labor. Cool. Great. Cool, hot, beautiful. Yeah, I would really love to talk to you about your age preferences, Joe. Great. Anyway, you're welcome on the podcast. Never. Anyway, thank you all. <laughs> We're too old for you, actually. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, okay, we did it. Um, Next week is just one day. Tuesday. One day. Um, Tuesday. I do want to say really quick, my schedule for everything is about to be insane because <laughs> I am leaving Portland. So you might not hear me on the pod for a while. Yeah. Um, and we support a moving queen who's doing all the good things for her life. So yeah, just well, just you know, you'll you guys will you'll we'll know keep you in the loop. Yeah, we could be in the loop, or you'll just know the yeah. day of. <laughs> <laughs> um, shit will be said about these people regardless. Yeah, that I can promise you. There is shit to say, mm-hmm, always. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, stay tuned for some Patreon bonuses this month, too, as we do those. I'm going to do a Janon probably tomorrow. I'm going to record one as a little teaser. I'm going to be talking. Can you give me a little teaser? Yeah, I'm going to talk about Kenny's tattoos a little and, bit. And Nick's tattoos? Yeah, Nick's tattoos Kenny's? a little bit, too, but definitely Kenny's. Um, I got real, I got deep into a hole last night, so. Congratulations. Thank you. Yeah. It's very healthy. Um, <laughs> and with that, we love you all. Love you. Thank you. Good night. Bye. Hi, this is Danica. Um, I am briefly sending in my very own and first listener comment for this episode because I'm realizing moments after recording that we did not mention at even one point during the episode that at one point, Brendan accused Natasha of having quote-unquote selective hearing um, when it came to their relationship and I really think that that's just incredibly bold for a man who seems to have uh, an issue with selective honesty Um, and I just couldn't leave the episode um, resolved without saying it. Thank you for listening to Daycard Pod. Make sure you're following us on Instagram at Daycard Pod and follow your hosts at Jenna with a Smile and at Drunk Feminist. Daycard Pod is produced by Andrew Olson. You can follow him on Instagram at Androne. Our music is by Jet Overly. Follow and support him on Instagram at Jetty Boy James. And our logo design is by Michaela Jane. You can find her work at MichaelaJane.com and on Instagram at Michaela Jane. Drop a review on iTunes if you're nasty like that. Bye. Hello, my name is Kaya. And I'm Marissa. And this is Well, Well, Why Not? Not. Join us every Monday as we discuss movies, science, technology, history. Sometimes I think about all the different things we talk about. And they're not even categories. Because you know what? We're geeky. We're nerdy. So like every millennial, we started a podcast. Because that's what we need. More podcasts. Absolutely. Join us every Monday and listen to Well, Why Not? A podcast because. Just because. Just just really because we had this microphone. Well, why not? <laughs> For more podcasts like the one you just listened to, go to SoBelowMedia.com. This, this is as above, so below.